What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you could slide into a thousand different worlds? Where it's the same year, and you're the same person, but everything else is different. And what if you can't find your way home? Hello and welcome to Slide Note. Where we're the podcast where we're going to watch every episode of your favorite Canadian science fiction series about traveling through wormholes, Sliders. Is With me today we have I don't think we can make that commitment. I'm not sure I can uh I'm not sure I'm ready for that kind of commitment. I'm sure I could drag someone in here every time there's a gap that Jaffa takes, but Anyways, with me to, with me tonight, as you just heard, we got Jack. Hello. And we got and we got Jimmy Dean. Hello. He of sausage fame. That's me. Uh, uh, and, yeah, and we as, we as you, we watched the first half of the pilot of Sliders, made in nineteen ninety five. We sure did. We, de- we definitely did. Yep, we sure did that thing. I'm sorry, I for I forgot to tell anyone that it was a two-parter in advance. I should have really. I'd also forgotten it. until the last minute, but. Uh, I mean that's on us. Like sci-fi shows in the '90s, all the pilots are two-parters. Like we should have. That that's on us. Yeah, it makes a certain degree of sense. It's like, all oh, if this doesn't get picked up, we could put it out on VHS as a movie. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. VHS! I remember those. Uh, so what is everyone's history with sliders? I knew it existed, but I had never really seen it except, like, snippets while we were flipping channels. I was in love with this show as a, as a five and six year old. So this this was, this was my jam. Uh, I would have been around seven. Uh, I definitely loved this. I, I think I watched the entirety of it. But I could not tell you anything that happens in any episode. I know very broad uh, story beats. Like when an actor leaves, that's as much as I could tell you. I could tell you a handful of episodes. Like I remember there's one episode where where there, there's a universe where there's magic. There are two dinosaur episodes. Well, I mean, you uh, gotta have the dinosaurs. The... The episode that I know about is the one that's frequently referenced as being uh, hateful towards the characters, mean-spirited, in which they they find a dimension that's effectively home, but uh, Quinn doesn't trust it because the gate doesn't uh, make a sound, like it's not rusted, and then they leap, and then the mom comes out and says like, oh, I just oiled that gate. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, no. that was the ending of an episode, and that was pretty rough. Uh, so but we're not gonna we're not talking about that episode today. <laughs> I I could yeah. not tell you anything else about that episode. <laughs> That's all I know. I couldn't tell. Well, you know more than I do. I couldn't tell you anything about any of them except the one we just watched. Uh, all right. So you ready to? Yeah, ready yeah. To we start. We can go by the, the 
the broad story beats of the the first half of this pilot. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Right. Okay, so we we start with some grainy VHS footage of Quinn being our protagonist. Quinn, he's really excited. He did something. We don't know what he did, but he's really excited about it, and he knocked out the power and pissed off his mom. Man, imagine the electrical bill at this house if he does this frequently. Yeah, considering stuff we see later with it, it's like they're spending a goddamn fortune on this. And this is San Francisco, too. Now, yeah, not Chief City. Who is playing Quinn? It uh, is that is Jerry O'Donnell. Uh, it is that guy who is in Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, uh, I love Jerry who's O'Connell. In many I'm things. A, I'm a big fan of O'Connell. Sign me up. I know I've seen him in other stuff, but I couldn't tell you what. Uh, he was in Tomcats, the I'm, movie, I believe. He was in My Brian, Secret Identity. Uh, Brian That's Fuller's. Uh, attempted reboot of the monsters, like a dark version of it. Who wanted I wanna that? S- I want to say he's in the first Scream. Uh, Scream Two, apparently. Okay, yeah, that's it. Oh, he was in Stand uh, by Me. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he was in Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, oh that's my right. God. Remember that movie. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I really wanted to go see that movie, but then my mother was like, mm, we're not going to see that movie. And I'm like, why? It has the funny kangaroo in it. It turns out it was not about the funny kangaroo at all. No, it's a it's a mobster movie. With lots of, like, inappropriate jokes for children. Yes. Uh... But yes, he's Quinn been is around doing... in just stuff forever. Uh, just like just that guy who's around. Yeah, he keeps popping up and stuff, especially late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, he spent like good. Apparently, was like a chunk between 2010 and tw- and 2020, where he was just the animated voice of Superman. Oh shit! Uh, sure. Why not? That's weird. I did not know that, and it's a little surprising. I can't imagine that. Anyways, we go back to the episode. We start. We then cut to panning over his room, and this is a weird ass room. Yeah, it's full of a lot of incredibly weird science fiction bullshit, and just complete mismatch of sports stuff. Yeah, he loves the sports like, ball. Who has a hockey stick and a baseball glove right next to each other? I don't know. Someone who's very confused about the rules of both baseball and hockey. So yeah, we slowly pan over that and see that he's he's fallen asleep re- reading a reading a science book. It's what Hyperspace by Michio Kaku, which I've actually yes. read. It's pretty good. I have not read it, but I have heard Michio Michio Kaku talk talk about this cameo of his book. Where he outright says he takes no responsibility for the physics of sliders. <laughs> Smart man. What a, what a disclaimer to have to give. I love the... And then we hear... Is this where we hear the radio host? We hear the world's most obnoxious morning DJ. I was like, I, uh, my notes say, oh boy, misogynistic radio host. Uh, are, are we slamming Harry Shearer? 
I mean, if he's he's playing a guy who's supposed to be kind of shitty, so yes. Yes, yeah, we are. Yeah, he's a morning shock jock. We were I have this character. Harry is he's fine. He's I I'm he's imagining doing a good job at this bit. I'm imagining he's playing the exact same character from Wayne's World. <laughs> Which one did he play? I can't remember. I saw that a while ago. In in Wayne's World, he is an, another radio uh, morning host, like a morning talk oh, radio right. guy. But I yeah. haven't seen Wayne's World in, since I was little. I have very little memories of that. I watched it like two or three months ago on the Audio uh, Entropy Discord. Uh, radio talk host or just general like television news interviewer is something that actor does quite a bit. Uh, he's really good at it. He has the cadence for radio or TV. He's also on The Simpsons, if I recall. Yes, he's one of the main players. He plays like 15 or 20 guys. Uh, yes. Dude, that's how The Simpsons works. If any of them ever die, that show is fucked. You mean like Mr. Bopple? I mean any of the main people who play like 15 people. True enough. But any, but we digress. Yes, this is not going to be a long enough episode with, without us derailing every every uh, oh, every single oh, scene. Oh, don't worry, I have so, ADHD, so we're going to be digressing. Believe me. So Quinn drives, and then he gets to his college campus, and at what part? Oh no, I want to actually talk once before that. Uh, he has an argument with his mom, and oh my god, this is just like the most efficient exposition I have ever seen. It's oh, pretty good. Yeah. It really they just they just get it all out there, but it sounds like natural. It sounds pretty natural. It's pretty we good. Just, like in like th- in like six sentences, we establish that yeah, his 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 dad died in a car accident. He's not taking very good care of himself. He's kind kind of a slacker despite being a g- genius. But yeah, no, they did a very good job of just establishing him right away and. My doorbell just rang. I don't know what that is. I'm going to be right back. Okay. Now, I will claim there is a slightly more efficient way of getting exposition out of the way. Uh, Something this pilot uh, utilizes, but we'll talk about that later on. Uh, Oh? Yeah, when when two Jerry's show up, when we we get double O'Connell. Oh, spoiler. You can't can't just reveal the double O'Connell. Ugh. Uh... Yeah, uh, so Quinn has the conversation with his mom. It's revealed he's a slacker, but he's a grad student. Uh, you know, he's, he's a man of the people. He's a smart man of the people. Uh, he's also working he... on sci-fi bullshit in his basement, like an anti-gravity machine. Yeah, I mean, who who of us doesn't work on dumb sci-fi bullshit? Whomst among us doesn't have weird elect- tons of weird electrical equipment in our basements? God, I would kill a man to have a basement right now. I know, right? Uh, I guess that's what happens when you live a in a place. I guess that's what happens when you live in a place with a high water table. Sliders. All right. So All right. we are talking about uh, Quinn has, has the conversation with his mom and then he departs for the university. And this is where we, we hear the, the radio and the shock jock and uh, all that. Uh and then he gets to the university and he walks by what I can only presume is a communist hobo who is yeah, ranting and exactly who he is. 
the, oh, God very bless communist in the hobo. Half. He is a man of the people. So spoilers for the second half. They go. They don't go back home when they escape. When they escape at the end of this one. They go they to don't. a communist. You. They go to a communist universe. Oh and no! They have a senator in that one. <laughs> is it? Is it really cool and nice? And we have trains. No. No, no, it's oh. the bad kind of communist you would expect from ni- 1995. Oh, man. Well, I thought Quinn should have stopped and, and talked about uh, communism with that hobo. That was my note. He, sh- he should have he been based and talked about anarchism instead. Uh, no, un- you're welcome, Jimmy no, Dean. Quinn you're now on a list. Not, a, not yeah. a, that kind of guy. So... So he moves past and, and he gets to his class, uh, and this is where we meet, I guess, what are a slew, a gaggle of grad students in 1995. A flock, perhaps? A, a murder of uh, grad students. Uh, An education we, of grad students. Yes, and we also meet uh, one of the central characters of the show, uh, the professor. Yes. Arturo. Professor Arturo, played by John Reese Davies, who, you Man, know, this you is some know crazy for Hold up. This is some crazy forced perspective here. They made Gimli look so tall. Now, now let me review my notes. I have something written down about him. Oh, that's right. Uh, this professor sucks. Uh, that's what I have oh, in my notes. He's a dickhead. He extremely a- sucks. He as as Quinn's alter ego says to him later, he is a pompous windbag. Uh, not wrong. This guy no. blows. Extremely, <laughs> not he big... blows hard. Uh, but yeah, so we we get, I guess, established. He's he's great at alternate universe wormhole theory, but he's also a gigantic ass. So that's gonna be him. Yeah, all what a way to educate the children. Except for Quinn. Quinn is the only guy who likes him. Uh, yes. Uh, so class gets done. Uh, Quinn gets yelled at. Quinn's leaving and recommends to a classmate, like, oh, I read all of the professor's uh, stuff, his, his doctorate thesis. <laughs> I'm smart. Oh, it's light reading. <laughs> uh, I'm very smart. This. Alright, so tangent time. Uh... This is where I, I'm going to make the argument that Jerry O'Connell in Sliders should be the MCU uh, uh, Reed Richards. A lot of strong oh Reed Richards God. energy coming from this performance. <laughs> that, yeah, actually, that's not that bad a take. And that he's an arrogant, kind of an arrogant dick. Uh, he, he even meets another universe version of himself. We, we're so close to a council of Quinns, a council of Jerry O'Connells. Oh, God help us all. If he was, if he actually stayed for the last season, I wouldn't have put it past them. Uh, yeah, see. Yeah. So, well, so Quinn... We don't stay leaves. at school very long. It's goes. We're, we're just cutting through his life at rapid pace because he's immediately going to work. Yes, at what I'm going to guess is a Circuit City? It's yeah. like a micro-center. Yes, some kind of big box electronic store. Uh, we get and some. Notes... We get some '90s computer talk, which I adore. Oh. They're so the 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 age of these computers is so quaint. 
to think that these were once high tech. Yeah, and so we we meet our next main cast member, uh, Wade. Wade. Um, I don't think she's actually been in much else. Uh, what's the actress? Do you remember her name? Uh, her, her name in the show is Wade. Um, her care. Her actress is Sabrina Lloyd. Yes, uh, the star of Sliders, Sports Night, and Fatherhood. Hmm, I see. Yeah, no, she's not been around much. This uh, is, looks yeah. like it was her biggest thing. Yeah, Sliders and Sports Night, that's about it. Uh, we don't get a lot of characterization of her. She's a computer girl, and she is holding a flame for Quinn, who doesn't really acknowledge that. Wow, he's just like a man. Uh, yeah, like, I have in yeah. my notes, this poor girl has been shoved into the friend zone. Yeah, that's very much where they're, where they're at right now. This man needs a fucking handwritten sign to know that this girl is into him. Uh, oh, well, unfortunately, gets, Quinn is in love with science. It gets Don't you mean in the second part science? Of Anyways, we get they then go to the back room and are doing some computer stuff when they when their boss comes in, who is a familiar face to anyone who's following the main show. Oh shit, is this the guy who plays the computer uh the computer tech guy in the the start, control yeah, this room? Is, this is Walter, the chief button pusher of of SG one. <laughs> That's what a small world. Yeah, he's kind of a he's kind of just a generic ang- angry boss here, but it was it was amusing coinc- it was amusing coincidence that what that he was in something also filmed in Vancouver a couple years earlier. So you know, not that big <laughs> a coincidence. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember the exchange in that scene. Like Quinn says, "Hey, I I keep covering for your mistakes," and his boss tells him, "Yeah, well, my mistakes, uh, you know, give you your paycheck, buddy." So. Take that. Uh, which, a very confounding argument from a, a boss. But also, I mean, he seems that like is... a shitty boss, and that's what a shitty boss would come up with. I mean, yeah, he's basically. also a boss, and bosses in general suck. Don't like, we he's, know it. He's specifically mad that Wade talked some those guys out of buying the not-very-good computers right now, but convincing them to come back next month when they'll have better computers, which... Sure, that's how retail works. Yeah, we they don't need to sell all of their stuff on stock so they can recoup their pay, their uh, initial payments. Yeah, I mean, so, so yeah, like he he's yeah, actually follow- less wrong than you'd expect him to be. <laughs> yeah, he's still uh, a dickhead. Following this, I believe Quinn goes back to the basement. Yep. Yep. We've established his normal life enough that we now get to go back to go back to mad science. Uh, we see, and with within the basement, he's he's testing out the wormhole. So he's been sending things through uh, basketball. Um, also, uh, also, he's got this big chalkboard with. It's I'm I am not a physicist. I don't know if this is any good or not, but it looks I'm like sure gibberish. It's, 
I'm sure it's just generic science letters. But he, it has, it is almost complete. He just needs to, just one last thing that he's written, conveniently written as a bunch of question marks for us. So we know there is a missing piece. Ah, oh, good thing he did that. I would have never known. Uh, yeah, so he watches the videos of him testing out his wormhole and just throwing random crap through it. And then, and then he makes the confession that he's going to go through it. He's going to test it out himself. Specifically first because he, he, he won't, test his, won't test it on his cat, which, you know, good for him, I guess. My, my, uh, my note says, no, not the kitty. It uh, is a that's very a good call on, on his end, because if the cat came back, the cat wouldn't be able to tell you anything. All you could verify is, I guess, mammals. It's safe for mammals. Yes, they don't immediately turn inside out like in Galaxy Quest. Uh, Quinn. So Quinn decides and he will also, go through. The way that the time, the way that the timer is supposed to work in this case, then the cat would have to be in the same spot where it left. Yeah. No cat is ever going to be in the same spot if it comes out of a oh, wormhole. Although I have a serious nitpick for that. Uh, once we get to the double O'Connell zone. Yeah, but we'll get there. Yeah. This show has less idea of how wormholes work than Stargate. Uh, Stargate yes. has a vague notion. Star- Stargate uh, has some notions, and it's still working on them as of where we are in the series, but it has notions. This show doesn't. Early days, early days. So Quinn decides to jump through the wormhole uh, to be a pilot. I have a serious uh, th- problem there's here. A, which, there's which actually is... a reason he's... Uh... Oh, go, continue. Sorry. Either he says that the electrical interference doesn't allow the camera to record anything. It just screws up the sensors and the tape. Yeah, the problem is it would wipe any of the footage off the film. Wait, sure, that, that sounds plausible. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, hey... Let me ask you, if you were going to be going through a wormhole, uh, would you bring anything with you? I'd probably bring some kind of weapon to protect myself if necessary. Or some I, food. I can, like, or I can imagine maybe like at least a, a bag, maybe with some other clothes and some water. I, yeah. Like a canteen. The hockey stick. A, a, like just a survival knife. Uh, mainly, we're... I ask this question because we are already giving more thought to this than Quinn, who goes through with his wallet and nothing else. Hey, he's got clothing on, so there's that. Uh, But yeah, he jumps through and then we get a wormhole sequence, which is top notch window screensaver circa 1995. Oh. Oh, it's so good. It's so it's so ancient. It's such ancient CGI. It's so funny. I mean, it really makes you appreciate the Stargate wormhole effects. Uh, it really, really does. So he arrives in what seemingly looks like his own basement. He s- believes the experiment was a failure. Uh, which, like, uh, Quinn, you, you goddamn idiot. Like, he's like, well, I guess I discovered nothing. Like, no, you still went through a wormhole. That's still a thing. You, you invented yeah, something. Even if it spat you out in the same spot, it's like something happened. It's like uh, he's invented a way to like 
dispose of like trash. Like, well, yeah. Make it someone else's problem, like we do now. Only now we're doing it interdimensionally. Uh, so Quinn gets his stuff together because he's gonna be late to school. So he's gotta rush out of the house. And we start we start immediately getting hints that's subtle hints that something is wrong because the DJ is talking about global cooling. And Quinn and Jack gets, Kennedy. Yeah, and illegal and illegal Americans immigrating to Mexico. It's like uh, a ma- a mass exodus of Americans fleeing to Mexico because they have a safer standard of living. The the choice of these jokes is kind of depressing because it's like, oh yeah, we really haven't fixed anything in thirty years, have we? Oh boy, don't uh, you love it when the problems of nineteen ninety five still exist in twenty twenty two? Uh, we call them systemic. Uh, also, no, Elvis, that that sounds fake. Uh, Elvis is still alive, and Red that's, means- that's the real kicker. Everything else, he's like, all, oh yeah, no, uh, maybe I'm just going crazy and forgot how traffic lights work. But holy yeah, because the- Elvis is alive. Red and means he's performing go. at the Mirage. Green means stop. Uh, I I I can't recollect any other different universe thing. I think we nailed him. Oh, uh, the, the, the other gate one is doesn't squeak. Is, yeah, the gate doesn't squeak and his mom is pregnant. With Correct. the neighbor, with the gardener's child. Yes. Also, her hair color is different. Yes. Uh, so Quinn gets to school and uh, his classmates are like, oh, I, I can't believe you would show up here again and because the professor, no, no, wait. he he, you're you're skipping. He goes back through the portal first from that alternate universe. Yes, right he after goes... he sees his mother. Yes, he got he does go home before he gets yelled at by him by him before he goes and gets in a fight with the That's professor. That's right. Yeah, he, he he has to go back before he can get yelled at by Gimli. So he goes back, <laughs> and now he's back in his prime reality, uh, and he goes to school and yeah the professor yells at him because i guess in the the missing blacked out time period uh quinn or someone akin to quinn chewed out the professor someone a quinn you might say sure sure Uh, (laughs) i kind of want to see what the hell the other quinn said because like he pissed off Arturo enough that he he leaves his own classroom. He's like, oh no, no, fuck you! I'm I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm leaving. Uh, for, yeah, for a for a heavy second, I thought the professor was going to put hands on Quinn. Like, oh yeah, this guy uh, seems like someone who would fist fight a student in his class. Jonathan Reese Davies looks like he could destroy Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh yeah. So Quinn. His classmates say, oh, man, I can't believe what you said. And he goes to work. He goes back to Circuit City. And uh, <laughs> I, I guess in the meantime, uh, fake Quinn or some other Quinn uh, chewed out his boss as well and then kissed the, his co-worker. Uh-oh. Of course, uh, we have yes, to, like, uh, it's the 90s, so we have to cram in a small little gay joke here where Quinn thinks that he kissed his boss. 
Yes, it, I, you know, it's the 90s. I will say, oh, though, what this joke demonstrates is Quinn can't even conceive of a reality where he kisses his friend. Like, oh, yeah, I kissed my boss. Clearly, why would I kiss you, my friend? Don't be absurd. Damn. Like, she, she is living in the friend zone. It's tough out here for single ladies. Uh, you, uh, you guys, okay, I'm going to actually talk about a little bit about the second, the second part, because that's when this gets real fucked up between Wade and Quinn. So in that universe, the other Wade is part of the, the, the American resistance against the Soviet occupation. And she, she was dating the, the other, this other resistance guy. She's recently been captured and they, and when they, the guy meets Quinn, he immediately makes out with her. And that's when, that's, that's when Quinn starts getting up, starts getting interested in her. After he, after he sees her make out with this random black guy. Uh, woof. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's, Yikes. Uh, maybe that, that not as probably. Shape somebody's politics, shape the worst person you know's politics. Uh, maybe not as problematic as the pilot of Stargate, what with the full frontal nudity, but. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so. I'm, I'm forgetting now. So we go from Circuit City to, I, I guess... He, he goes back home and immediately asks his mom if he did anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, fair. <laughs> <laughs> he only goes three places and he's someone's done shit everywhere else. It's like, oh, well, I better make sure I didn't do something to my mom. Now, at some point, we leave Quinn's house and we meet who is clearly the best character in this show, Wembrandt oh Brian so Man good. Brown. Oh, he's so good. He's oh, so this, good. Wembrandt is hilarious, and I love him. This he's is the what most Stargate, up... This is what Stargate is missing. If you are starting a sci-fi show and your central ensemble does not have a Motown singer, what the hell are you even doing? Go back to the, the writing a washed board. up... A washed-up Motown singer at that who's who's who thinks that he's getting all dolled up to go sing the national anthem at a San Francisco Giants baseball game. Well, I mean, uh, he, he's he great. Is he's just not going to? Oh no, he isn't. Dang. Unfortunately. All right, so down in the basement, Quinn talks to him. Talks to himself. Don't we all, though? Uh, the, the, him from another universe is here, and he finished the equation and smugly starts telling him about how great sliding is before his timer runs out, just as he's giving some kind of ominous warning. How isn't that, isn't that how it always is? Just when you're trying to warn your alternate self about some horrible thing, you get sucked through a wormhole. Ugh. I can count on both hands how many times that, that's happened to me. So this is where, like, there, there's a timer for the portals. But if you don't go through it in time, what happens? Does it suck you through? Uh, the timer opens up, like, right next. To, the timer opens up, like, right next to you. Presumably, I, presumably you're usually, like, close enough that it's going to suck suck you in. But we, we know oh, as the show progresses, that's not the case, because there's several 
episodes where they have to either get the remote back or they have to get to their drop point where the portal will open. Are you telling know, they me the rules are... to, They always have to get the portal. The portal will open at where the rem- where the remote is. It's just things get wonky if the portal doesn't open to the same place where it brought you into the universe. Are you telling me the rules are inconsistent? Extremely. In sliders? Uh, no, I bring this up because alternate Quinn talks about how he found a universe that was a paradise, to which I have to ask, but then why would you leave? If, if I know, you found right? That's paradise, my thought. Why would you ever leave that universe? Well. I guess some people just aren't built for paradise. He's one of them. He's one of them adventurous types who would get way too who would get bored in paradise. So he has. So he like went home. So he keep going adventuring. Uh, sure, sure, yeah, okay. Um, Are you sure he's that, not just an idiot? Oh, extremely that too. I I didn't think those were contradictory in any way. Fair enough. I suppose one is intricately linked with the other in a way. Now, uh. M, you mentioned uh, the quickest exposition being the the mom-son dynamic, their dialogue at the beginning of the episode. I will say maybe even more efficient exposition is if you just have your main character tell the main character stuff as, you know, in the scene between the two Quins. I mean, that's pretty pretty good, too. Honestly, this, this episode just drops a lot on you really fast. Just like every scene is just like, bam, 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 bam. Here's everything you need to know. Okay, moving on, next scene. Bam, 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 more. Uh, uh, it's it's probably because the central concept is very easy to understand. It's portals, alternate u- uh, realities, different Earths. I'm sorry, could you explain that in more detail? I didn't quite understand that. Uh, big uh, Ring, go through Ring, new Earth. New Earth, slightly different. Ah, I get it now. Uh, I guess they do have the professor mention once they get to Hoth that uh, time still runs concurrent to all these alternate uh, realities. So one second is always one second on every Earth at the same time. Very convenient. Ex- that. Except for the couple of episodes where that's not the case. Uh, yeah. I can't believe my late my mid '90s sci-fi show has inconsistent rules about the main mechanic. There, there, there is one episode where the entire planet is the beach that makes you old, <laughs> and there's another plan- and there's another universe where time goes backwards, and they cause a time paradox and end up destroying it. Amazing! That's uh, incredible. That sounds stupid as shit, and I want to see it. So. Uh, the central cast, except for Rembrandt, they're in the basement, and they decide, let's go through the portal. Again, none of them have brought resources. Not a single one of them appears to have a compass or a combat knife. Uh, in Arturo's or... slightest, mind, most minuscule amount of defense, he's like, oh, no, don't, don't go through the portal. We need to study this. We, we need to analyze this and understand what it is before we do it. And then Wade's just like, nah. Nah, buck, 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 chicken. See, he says, Wade is like, pussy won't. Uh, I mean, Wade works at a Best Buy. <laughs> Portal jumping just seems like a, a more interesting life. Also, you don't have to deal with customers. 
she, she's got nothing to lose here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they jump through and they end up on Ice Planet, uh, Snow World. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Now, I presume that this is a reference to the radio broadcast that we hear at the beginning of this episode. Ah. Uh-huh. Like the first time he traveled and we heard about the global cooling thing, yeah? Yeah, I, I presume that's what this is following up to. Uh, but it's an ice planet and uh, Rembrandt drives through with his Cadillac or whatever car. And uh, oh, here's, here's the biggest thing is like, Wade, Wade asks, is the portal going to be big enough for all three of us? And Quinn's like, well, I could just turn this dial and make it bigger. And this somehow makes the portal go through the house and pick up a guy on the street and none of the house in between. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that good... was. Uh... But not mom. Mom does not get not sucked mom. in. <laughs> mom who complains about the energy bill when this happens. And it's all the lights start getting all dim, and she's like, you better not blow another fuse. Uh, but yeah, like, so they're on Snow World, and they gotta, they gotta move it quickly, because they see a, a snow hurricane uh, coming their way. S- snow-nado. Yes, a snow-nado. Uh, it's, so, okay, again, not a scientist, but I don't think that's possible. Don't you need a warm front to... To collide with a cold front to make that kind of thing, there you know yes, but also, <laughs> you, you do need yes, hot air. Yes, but also shut up. Um, <laughs> D- different universe, don't different physics. It. Don't worry so about that right now. They they pile into the car so that the professor can answer their science questions. Uh, which th- th- everything he's giving is a theory. Like he is not as much as an expert as he could be on this stuff. The moment they actually went through the wormhole, he, he is... It's all guesses. But he speaks them really authoritatively, so they believe him. Uh, it, if, true. if John Rhys-Davies wished to, to tell me some scientific theory, I'd believe him. Uh, eventually, they see the snow, the snow NATO, and they decide we gotta get out of here. So, uh, Quinn opens a portal upwards in the sky uh kind of a dick move i don't know why he did that but yeah the- yeah right and he's specifically like oh well i could do i could do this but i think the other me was telling me not to mess with the t- not to mess with the timer on another other world i'm that is exactly what he was telling him but quinn had no way of knowing that that he did not get anything out uh, i'll note uh alternate quinn shot his remote at the ground he made ground portals a lot easier a lot smarter, and yeah, but, every other portal you you make over the course of both these episodes is you know right in front of you. But or right then behind you can't you. have the drama. So they yeah. So he he like helps people shimmy on up into the air portal, and uh, they all get in through it. Except oh no, did Quinn make it back in time? And that's where the peacock uh, episode cuts out. Spoiler and, alert, he does. Yeah, he he, make, he makes it and just kind of lands on top of them. They're in, and and they go to, and they go to communist world. God, what it's, a dream. Yeah. Uh, God, I wish Welcome I, to communist world, Tovarish. I mean, I don't want to hope for more schedule mishaps in the future, but also I want to talk about communist world. God bless. 
but yeah, and that's that's where the first half of the pilot of Sliders left us. Uh, what did we think of this as a pilot? I think it's got a really solid like introduction to the concept, the characters, and e- even in just this first 45 minutes, you really get a feel for the characters and how they interact and who they are. Yeah, honestly, it does a good job of setting every of setting everything up. That, like, you honestly don't even actually need the second part of this ep- episode. You could just go from there to any yeah. other to any other episode. Um, like the only gap I mean, you need to fill is oh they don't get home. Okay, that that was easy though. Yeah, you also need them to really introduce themselves to Rem- Rembrandt. Like, you need him to mention who he is yeah, you to need them. him to get more integrated but you know that that happens uh, pretty fast the uh i liked it i i think it introduces all the characters and introduces the conceit uh it just doesn't mention the whole like we can't go home the whole quantum leap problem but uh yeah th- my one criticism of it would be we get a sense of wade's personality but we don't really get like what she brings in this group dynamic if she's just a computer expert, I think Quinn's already a computer expert. So I'm a little confused well, about, like, a... Quinn is an everything expert. Yeah, a real well, a Dr. See... Samuel Beckett. Well, you see, yeah. what she brings is, she is girl, you see. Uh, true, Unfortunately, that's yeah, that's, that's mostly what she brings. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Like, I, I think her attitude of, like, shut up, let's just jump through a portal, it could be fun. I think that's established well. But in terms of, like, skills to a, a team that's jumping through portals, uh, if they'd given her just something else besides Quinn's coworker who has the exact same skill base as him, likely, uh, that could have gone a long way. Yeah, yeah, hmm. they, they they probably could have done more with, with Wade. I've, yeah. I have very little... Wade is like a character who left very little impression on me. It's like, I remember Arturo. I remember Quinn. I remember Rembrandt. I remember the soldier lady that replaces Wade halfway through the show. I even remember (gasps) Quinn's twin played by Gary O'Connell's actual twin brother. But yeah, Wade is just, she's this there and kind of not, not, kind of a flat, kind of an unfortunately flat character, which, you know, she seems like a good actress. Uh, she seems alright. From what we've seen, she didn't yeah. go on to do much else. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm... Being, being a, a C-list actor in the 90s, uh, yeah, they can happen. Yeah. Anyways, we do have a, we do have a couple questions. Oh, we do? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, we I do? put out a question post and actually got a couple questions. Lay it on me. Aurora Borealis asks, "What toppings would you put on your miniature burgers?" Because uh, sliders. Sliders. Ah. Uh. Well, that's easy. Tomato, pickle, lettuce, onion, ketchup, mayo. That's all you need. Uh, I, mean, I, I just I like cheese and then ketchup, mustard, relish. I, I find like. Tomatoes are too big for sliders. Like once it's tomato size, it becomes a regular burger. 
True. So I, I actually had sliders this week with an irregular topping, which I will cite. Uh, green peppers and uh, onions. It was basically, it tried to be like a Philly cheesesteak, but slider form. Mm. Yeah, it was quite good. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the I alternative, had a, I had a. The, the alternative answer is a smaller cut uh, wedges of pineapple. I would try to do like a pineapple burger. Mm. I'm not big on pineapple. The texture of it just is just gross to me. Except I, I like I like pineapple, but yeah, I could. I think it'd be weird on burger. It would be like if that's too hard. That's like too hard of a topping. It wouldn't like bite as easily as the meat. So you'd be like you'd, you'd, uneven. You'd really have to grill it. Uh, you yeah. you do. Yeah. Uh, okay, it also that, works. That makes a bit more. It works a little bit better on a chicken burger. Speaking of burgers, I actually had uh, a couple of days ago. I had five guys. I've never had five there, guys. There's like two five guys in all in all of Ontario, and I've been to neither of them. So, oh, you're missing out. They they put like insane amounts of fries in the bag. They give you a cup full of fries, and then they just keep dumping more into the bag. They don't give a shit. Uh, that is what I've heard. I can't believe neither of you had them. They're really expensive, but they're really good. See, the reason I've never had them is we have a local burger joint uh, in my town, uh, which makes amazing burgers. Like, you, you can only pay cash. They run out of a shack. So I would never go to Five Guys. I would just go to the local joint. I would never go to the local joint because I never carry cash. Ah, well. Yeah, see, if, I, if I'm ever in Toronto where the Five Guys are, I'm probably going to get something that I I'm probably going to not want burgers. I'm going to go for something I can't get in a, in a small town. <laughs> but I understand that. Yeah. Um. Uh, he also asks, "What parable, parallel universes would you want to explore?" Well, I would probably want to explore the universe where everything wasn't fucked up all the time. Let me, let me think on this prompt. Let me think. <laughs> oh. Uh, let me. If I let me explore jump. a universe, I I think I would want to ex, ex, explore a universe where. Frankly, it's it's mostly the same fucked up, but I just want to see how bad. I just want to visit the universe without COVID. Just to see how proportionately things got fucked up in the last couple years. Like, they're still probably oh, pretty bad, but... Now, I I would want to go to universes where one decision changed stuff. So, for example, I want to go to the universe where just Al Gore won instead of George Bush. I want to see what that universe looks like. It's probably better. At least not worse. <laughs> it's probably better, yes. It could always be worse. That's the fucked up thing. It could always be worse. But for example, like I want to go to the universe where uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand was not shot. Like, what does that look like? Just based on that singular uh, act. I want to see the universe where uh, the Cubs didn't win in 2016. Uh, 
I want to go uh, to the universe where prohibition was never uh, repealed. Which feels like a, uh, like a Sliders episode. Gangster world. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. I, actually, that, 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 that definitely is a Sliders world. I, I, am, I am having flashbacks. Hell yeah. Every, everyone oh, still dresses yeah. like that, though, for no good reason. And they Hell all yeah. talk like this, see? <laughs> like... And you gotta, you gotta get on the computer. See, you gotta get those, gotta get that booze. See, yes, even Clickety, though they're in San Francisco or Vancouver. Clickety clack on the info Good box. Choice. See, put it through through the interweb. Like, I told him once. I told him a thousand times. You got to go on the safe sites. You better watch yourself, or you'll be drowned in the dark web. You see, kid. Uh, you won't like what you see down there. Eh? Okay, next question. Uh, all right. Um, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to have much in the way of answers for this one, but Unlicensed Parapsychologist asks, do you remember any of the Sliders opening and cl- slash closing gag universes that you wished you had seen an actual episode around? The one that I uh, still no. remember... The one that I still remember is them dropping into a normal neighborhood, only everyone was nudists. They never speak of it again. <laughs> uh... I, I can't answer yeah, this. Yeah. I, I hold no memory of sliders. Um, I, I remember there was one... So one of the dinosaur episodes, which are the episodes I remember the most because five-year-old and dinosaurs, <laughs> was, was before the, immediately before that, they went to that universe, they left a universe where if you lied, you were electrocuted. Everyone had to wear these collars that would, that would just give you shocks if you lied. So they end up telling everyone about the timer just because they can't lie about it. And they, they go into this dinosaur universe and are stuck wearing these for the whole episode. As they're wow. running away from a T-Rex. That's extremely wacky. And then there's, you know, the one Jimmy Dean mentioned, the saddest universe of all, which... Yeah, no, that might have been your universe and you didn't bother to check anything because the gate was oiled. It's so funny that whether the gate is squeaky or not is important at all. It's like the most important thing to Qu- the most important thing to Quinn. He it's loves like that squeaky gate. It's his girlfriend. No, his girlfriend is science. <laughs> you mean science? Uh, yes. All right. All right. Uh. uh... We got any any any, fi- any final thoughts to close us out before we go to plugs? Uh, I, I I'm gonna share the controversial opinion here. Uh, at least growing oh up, boy. Re- reflected on it. Uh, I I definitely like sliders more than Stargate. Don't tell the other crew. Don't let them hear this. What? <laughs> you sick fuck. Simon is don't editing tell- this. He's going to hear you. <laughs> Don't don't tell anybody, but I'm definitely a big Sliders fan. I, me and my fa- late father watched almost every episode of Stargate. Uh, I, I, I've never seen it. Someone I've who, only seen Stargate as, Universe. As someone who's I've, seen I've, both, I think that Sliders definitely has... Sliders is more more middle ground. I don't think it ever gets as bad as Stargate does when it gets bad, like emancipation oh or... god <laughs> but but are you it doesn't reach its highs it it doesn't it never gets as high, it never gets as high 
mostly because like the characters are a little fl- are a little flatter. They after a, after a little bit, it becomes clear that most of the actors really don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> uh, this and, sounds like my argument for why Superman the animated series is better than Batman the animated series. It's got be- it's got better hi- it's got better highs. No, uh, Batman has better highs, uh, but Superman avoids the crippling lows of Batman the Animated Series. It's, it's more consistent all the way through. I literally only remember the good episodes of Batman. It's It's got some pretty bad ones. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, it has a couple stinkers, and actually, yeah, I think about it. I, I can't remember any actual bad episodes of the Superman Animated Series. Uh, there, there was the movie. That was, that was a stinker, but I'm not actually sure if that counted. But, like, for the fun, uh, the fun thing is for Stargate. My when I was at camp when the finale aired, so my dad recorded it for me on a VHS tape. Aw. And we watched it together. That that awesome. that's very, that's very, very good. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed Sliders. I enjoyed this. Uh, should we be unable to meet up for Stargate? I will happily discuss more Sliders. I would be open to it. All right. Well, we'll keep we'll keep this in mind next time we have, ske- have schedule problems. Uh, Jimmy Dean, what what are you watching? What are you watching for TV? Uh, I I held off for a while because I didn't have Paramount Plus, but I jumped into the second season of Evil. Uh, that's great. A phenomenal TV. Big recommendation if you like X Files. Watch Evil. All right, uh, Jack. What, what do you what do you got to plug? Well, I've got two things. I suppose I could plug my Twitter at WinmanJack1, but it's not for the kitties. I've the only things I do is retweet smut and leftist stuff. Uh, Jack, I'm gonna let you know. I teach uh, high school students. Uh, none of them are gonna be listening to a podcast about sliders. Oh, good. The the kitties yeah, yeah, are not into sliders. I can't imagine that any that any of them are coming around for a podcast about sliders and Stargate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like, "What do you? That sounds lame. What's a Stargate? That sounds like like some loser would watch." All right, and I am I am M. You can find me on Twitter at M of Healy and. Honestly, I, I, I don't have a, I don't have a good I don't have a good sign off for this. This was thrown together very ha- hastily, well, and there's no, no convenient catchphrase for from sliders here. I've got one. Time to Go. slide. Uh, <laughs> if you if you have any questions about sliders, uh, don't hesitate to slide into our DMs with any uh, pertinent questions. Damn, you you said it. You did it. Good job. With a silver bullet. Pa-pow. Damn. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Yep.